Section 21 of The Cloister and the Hearth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Cloister and the Hearth by Charles Reed. Chapter 21 Speech is a familiar vent of human thoughts, but there are emotions so simple and overpowering that they rush out not in words but eloquent sounds at such moments man seems to lose his characteristics and to be merely one of the higher animals for these when greatly agitated ejaculate though they cannot speak there was something terrible and truly animal both in the roar of triumph with which the pursuers burst out of the thicket on our fugitives and the sharp cry of terror with which these latter darted away the pursuers hands clutched the empty air scarce two feet behind them as they fled for life confused for a moment like lions that missed their spring dierick and his men let gerard and the mule put ten yards between them then they flew after with uplifted weapons they were sure of catching them for this was not the first time the parties had measured speed in the open ground they had gained visibly on the three this morning and now at last it was a fair race again to be settled by speed alone a hundred yards were covered in no time yet still there remained these ten yards between the pursuers and the pursued this increase of speed since the morning puzzled dierick brower the reason was this when three run in company the pace is that of the slowest of the three from peter's house to the edge of the forest gerard ran margaret's pace but now he ran his own for the mule was fleet and could have left them all far behind moreover youth and chaste living began to tell daylight grew imperceptibly between the hunted ones and the hunters then dierick made a desperate effort and gained two yards but in a few seconds gerard had stolen them quietly back the pursuers began to curse martin heard and his face lighted up courage gerard courage brave lad they are straggling it was so dierick was now headed by one of his men and another dropped into the rear altogether they came to a rising ground not sharp but long and here youth and grit and sober living told more than ever ere he reached the top dierick's forty ears weighed him down like forty bullets our cake is dough he gasped take him dead if you can't alive and he left running and followed at a foot's pace jorian Cattell tailed off next and then another and so one by one gerard ran them all to a standstill except one who kept on staunch as a bloodhound though losing ground every minute his name if i'm not mistaken was eric wooverman followed by him they came to a rise in the wood shorter but much steeper than the last hand on mane cried martin gerard obeyed and the mule helped him up the hill faster even than he was running before at the sight of this manoeuvre dierick's man lost heart and being now eighty yards behind gerard and rather more than that in advance of his nearest comrade he pulled up short and in obedience to dierick's order 
took down his crossbow levelled it deliberately and just as the trio were sinking out of sight over the crest of the hill sent the bolt whizzing among them there was a cry of dismay and next moment as if a thunderbolt had fallen on them they were all lying on the ground mule and all end of section twenty one recording by john brandon